0: Welcome, everyone, to the Meaningful Hearts podcast, where we discuss the everyday questions that make us or break us if we let them. With your hosts, Drew and Daniela, take our hands and let's walk this journey together. Welcome back, everyone. To another episode of the Meaningful Hearts podcast with your host Drew and Daniela, or Druniella. Was, was that the <laughs> thing we came
1: Yeah,
0: I always wanted to use. I was like, let's let's use that one again.
1: Druniella.
0: Druniella. Of <laughs> course. <laughs> <I guess. laughs> Today we would like to discuss instead of a relationship between Daniela and I, but our relationships with food. Oh it's a dirty one.
1: I love food. Food
0: is amazing. But let's be honest. As healthy as we are in our relationships with people around us, we tend to have these gatherings that have a lot of food that don't necessarily jive with our bodies and it can cause a lot of issues. And it's it's pretty it's pretty alarming. Something that Later in life, I know for me, it became something that I tried to focus on more, right? Like, what is the nutritional value of the food that I'm eating? How about you?
1: Yeah, I would say that I definitely became, I mean, I always thought that I ate well. Um, I only, like growing up, I never really uh, ate like fast food and like stuff like that. It was like on the occasion. So I was under the idea that. I eat pretty well and I still think that I do, but it actually wasn't until you and I started dating when we would have conversations about food and I realized, you know, like in my home, I would have rice for breakfast. Maybe not always breakfast, but rice is very big in Colombian, and I think a lot of South American cultures because it's so filling, right?
0: Asian cultures too. I mean, yeah. a lot, of, a lot of countries eat rice. It's yeah,
1: okay. Well, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> but in my household, in particular, and it's just very big in Colombian culture, at least. Yes, I know it's big in like other cultures, but in my experience, I would have rice with it, almost every meal, maybe the exception of breakfast, like I said, um, and it wasn't until you and I started having conversations about how maybe that's not such a good thing.
0: She would heat up rice and then put milk and sugar in, and call it cereal. That's I not mean. She was, she was out of control. I mean, sometimes that's we, not true. Okay. She's always eating rice. We go to the movies. She has a bag of rice. I mean, no, I, listen,
1: <laughs> no
0: but I, I, I think that every culture, like, yeah, she said, you know, in Colombian culture, Latin American culture, rice, Um, but every culture has that dangerous carb, right? I mean, Italians love bread and pasta, you know, you, Colombians eating rice and then, When you're not eating rice, you're eating bread or something close to it. I I think that carbs for everybody are like a dangerous food that we put too much of in our, in our diets. I love carbs. Daniela loves carbs. We love carbs. (laughs) (laughs) They taste good. Bread, especially. It's one of those things. I grew up eating sandwiches. I didn't think anything was wrong with it. You know, you go to the grocery store, you get a, a loaf of bread. It's cheap. Go get some cold cuts. You make yourself a sandwich when you're hungry. It was like the most normal thing in the world. That's what you get sent to school with. And that's what you had for lunch. That was so normal. And something I enjoy, I'm not going to lie, I love sandwiches, but I really had to separate myself from that from that quote-unquote normalcy. And I'm sure, Daniela, you, you had to kind of check in and say, wow, I, I need to separate myself from what this is deemed as normal my whole life. It's not necessarily a good habit to have. And I think, right for you, like, look at your, you start to look at your plate more and figure out what the ratio is of how much of, how am I having of the good stuff versus how much am I having of the stuff that's not really good for me?
1: Yes, I definitely agree. (laughs) I'm like going through like the conversations that we've had. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Which is like how much, how differently I eat now versus how I used to. eat, And like I said, I, I used to think that I had a relatively healthy diet Um, and I don't necessarily think it was super unhealthy, but I definitely think it's, it's more balanced. I think that's like the biggest thing. And when it comes to food, I'm talking about the relationship that we have with food. It's so tricky for a lot of people because I remember in one of the seminars that you and I attended, You know, there were different professional doctors speaking about diets and food and stuff like that. And every single one said something different. And I think that that people can relate to that idea. that like, whoa, like, what am I supposed to do here? Like, what's right? What's wrong? This person says um, low calorie diet. This other person says high calorie diet. Another person says it doesn't even matter as long as you... consume protein on their person's. well. It's like the keto diet. Like there's literally so many different avenues that people can take. Um, so it's hard sometimes, but I do know that I've learned in the process, what works best for me. I definitely feel like consuming more vegetables, less carbs is something that has worked for me. If that I, made sense.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think from all the research I've done, cause I'm consistently looking at like podcasts or well, videos or, or podcasts and related in relation to um, how the body responds to um, the foods that we eat. And the biggest thing, the biggest catalyst behind all the issues that we have is infl- inflammation, right? Inflammation in the gut. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't necessarily mean the food, like, oh, this food is bad. It's what it does to your gut and how it responds and gives and, and changes your body. Um, infl- inflammation causes cancer and heart disease and all these conditions that actually put us in a grave danger. So the the foods that tend to do that are the ones that are high carbs because of the sugars. And then on top of that, you also have to think about the foods that aren't real foods. They're not whole foods. They're 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 processed foods. So our body doesn't even interpret them as regular foods. They interpret it as interpreted as like a threat. And it's made up of, of a lot of poor ingredients. So there's a lot to digest when it comes—no pun intended. <laughs> <There's> <laughs> That's a, so funny. There's a, there's a there's a lot to digest when it when it comes to when it comes to like what am I supposed to do? Right? You know, first off, we're like we're trying to figure out what is the the, the value, the nutritional value of my food. Now you look at the ingredients, right? You, you you're going through the grocery store and you're like, wait a minute, I can't eat cereal. Wait a minute, I can't eat this. do you mean? like I don't know what to do. I'm freaking out, and then I have to measure these carbs and is it calories? Is it fat? Like, what should I do? and it gets really scary fast the one thing that i noticed across all platforms they've all talked about is eat whole foods like as far as like eat meat eat vegetables right stay on the outside perimeter of the grocery store the middle is the danger <laughs> zone literally <laughs> if you funny. go to a grocery store next time make note of it yeah the outside perimeter is the safe spot the inside is where it gets very confusing fast I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. So for me, it 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 comes from a long from a long journey of 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 label reading and 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 listen, I like bad stuff. I like candies. I like ice cream. I like the bad shit. And I I know I'm knowingly doing this, putting the stuff in my body, but I'm also knowingly putting the good stuff in my body on a regular basis to try to give myself a baseline and try to and I and I do journal my food somewhat too to see how my body reacts because I have reflux issues. And those are things I want to get under control. So we covered the nutritional aspect of it. Now it's really, it really comes down to how do we know what we should be eating, right? It's like, it's like the million dollar question. What should we be eating? Food. Food. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, I'll talk to you guys later. <laughs> so the common the common conversation that I've seen through all professionals, doctors, not just, you know, gurus that self-proclaimed gurus is a whole food diet with high protein, low carbohydrates, and try to cut out sugar as much as possible. And cut away the chemicals of any type. You I know, mean, if it's, you can't pronounce it, guess what? It was not made. <laughs> it, was, it didn't come out of nature. It was made in a factory. Yeah. But Daniela has educated herself on some things that blow my mind because she's more of like a, a vocabulary person. I don't know all the vocabulary words. Can you give me some vocabulary <laughs> words so I sound smart too? <laughs> I don't think that I have any she's right like now. Peter Diamandis. Dr. No, Peter I, Diamandis.
1: Well, I was thinking about like what you were saying, but I honestly off the top of my head, nothing really comes to mind and like, I guess like vocabulary or because it's like a a culmination is culmination, right? I don't know, but uh, it's like a, um, how do you say I'm like doing these hand gestures, (laughs) um, kind of like a sum, I guess, of different things. Um, I don't remember his name. But he was partnered with peter Diamandis um and he was talking about what you're saying a low carb diet because carbs carbs were mainly introduced as a form of uh, filling us up easily, right Times are hard, carbs. Mm-hmm. It's like in Less and Ecuador. There's like I don't know how many kinds of potatoes. There's, I
0: think there's like over a hundred types of potatoes.
1: Yeah, because they fill us up quickly. Same thing with like rice and beans. Yeah, um, poverty those meals. Things, yes, those things like fill us up very quickly. And it's through this, so throughout like this process that I've learned um, that carbs actually slow you down. That's why if sometimes if you find yourself more tired after a meal that means that you are consuming maybe too many carbs or something is out of balance because what you're consuming as far as food is supposed to give you energy or at least not decrease your energy. And I know that naps right after lunch is so big in like small (laughs) Colombian hometowns. And I think just like in general, right? Yeah. People will say like, the lunch and then a nap. Um, Mm -hmm. That's actually not a good thing, at least from what we've researched because again, there's so much information out there. Every, everybody says different things, but this is what Drew and I have found is common and makes sense to us. I don't know if I well, <laughs> made I, sense, I, 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 I think the, that I did. I threw
0: the potato in Daniela's lap, a hot one. That's a carb. That's a good carb, though. Potatoes <laughs> are good carbs. The, what I'm trying to say is, yeah, see how complex that had to be, but in reality, it's very, very simple. So what I want to do is kind of introduce some easy ways to do it, right? If it comes out of the ground like like greens, eat them. Meat, the 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 best meats, the cows get fed the best, the best feed. They're gonna be more it's gonna be more expensive. But the 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 cleanest quality meats that you can have. So if you're having meats, you're having some good greens and a and a, a car a light carbohydrate like a potato is okay. Mm-hmm. But in essence, if you're somebody who struggles with 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 carbohydrates, kind of try to cut them out for a while. Kind of kind of lower that out. And just have have your greens, or try to try to go on like a lower carb or keto style diet for a while, and just try to eat the good foods. Just because something is low carb does not mean it's a healthy food to put in your body. So we we just want to focus on whole foods that are that are low in sugar, low in carbohydrates. Just put them in let's not we don't have to measure anything you're hungry you eat that's all you got to really focus on and then from there you start to once you get it dialed in a bit i think from there you can actually start to look at some more articles and get a little more fancy with it because i think what happens is you like oh yeah i want to go keto and you like read a book and then you have to like do everything that everybody's doing and then you just fall out of it so just start nobody's asking it's never going to be perfect and this is a lifelong journey where there's going to be mishaps, there's going to be some candy bars, there's going to be some rice. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we're, rice. We're, we're not we're, we're not we're not saints. We're not saints at all. And have fun with your life. We're just trying to, I guess, add that level of mindfulness, right? Being mindful yeah. of what you're putting in your body.
1: Yeah, I think that's a good point um, to include because as we talk about this, um, it's important to also say that because it gets so overwhelming it doesn't sometimes it can deter people from wanting to start this process because you just don't know what to do I would say that even before like getting to the point of decreasing your carb intake and like being aware and like being mindful of like the labels and like the ingredients and stuff like that I would honestly just recommend starting to track what you're eating because that Already. Like I remember when I first started <laughs> and I would say, babe, I had rice today, like, but I only had this amount. And you would say, you know what, like you're being intentional, which is more so than what you used to do. And I would r- encourage people to start that, to just start tracking you, what you're eating. Start tracking your meals. How much are you having? Because, you know, Tony Robbins says you can't change what you can't measure. Right. So it's yes. important to start measuring. You know what you're what you're consuming I think that's where I would encourage people to start and then as you become more mindful more aware rather of what you're consuming that's when you can start asking yourself those questions that we were talking about what is the nutritional value you know what what are the benefits to this how can I add up more balance how can I consume less carbs etc cetera, etc cetera, if that
0: makes sense Wow that was perfect so what are we taking away from this be mindful that's the first step take that first step that's all you got to do is take a first step and see where it goes you know yeah you're not better than anyone else nobody's better than you and just i mean sometimes you want to share the word that's fine but just start that's it nobody's perfect we all have mistakes but it's it's the long haul it's the long journey and you'd be surprised at how far you make it
1: Yeah, definitely. And I I actually just thought of something to add in the process of becoming more mindful and becoming aware is maybe even before that, maybe even before you start tracking, maybe thinking about what has your, I guess, like your development been of your relationship with food, right? Like for me, realizing and learning that, um, rice and like colombian culture and like all of these things really affected like my knowledge for you it was you guys had a lot of like bread and and pasta right how has the question to ask is how has culture played a role in my food how has the media played a role right because we all grew up in school learning about like the food pyramid and how milk is good for your strong bones and like all of that stuff right i would say even before tracking if you really want somewhere simple to start is asking yourself, what well, what is my, real, my current relationship with food and how did it get to be that way? Um, that would, I guess, be like the prequel, is that what it's called, right? Yeah, the like, prequel. The, yeah, um, I know we, I hope we didn't go all over the place, but even if we did, that's why we summarize, right? So talking about food and the nutritional value, but before getting to track and becoming aware of all these things, asking yourself these questions of, like I was literally just saying, what is my relationship
0: with food? What does that look like? And what do most all all relationships have in common? Emotion. That's <laughs> for sure. That's what you got to look at. Um, I'm gonna leave leave. <laughs> I'm gonna leave it with some food for thought. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of puns
1: in this in this one. <laughs> yeah, unintentional.
0: Unintentional. I'm just I'm just that good.
1: <laughs> that was funny.
0: Thank you all for listening. We appreciate you.